check this out. Mixed doubles gold medal match. Todd and Johnson taking on Barr and Diescu. Hunter Johnson thinks he's slick. Watch this. He's like, I'm going to lob it. But Susanna Barr says, no! Take that nut shot. And he takes it and waddles with it. I think he's fine, right? He's walking away. Doesn't look like he's in too much pain. Oh, my God. That looks painful to me. He played it off. And now, can't hold that for too long. Oh, poor Hunter. Is he going to come back into the game? Is he going to throw up? Is he going to be able to have kids? We're going to find out in a little bit. But first, welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kelly. This week, we're in St. Louis for the APP SunMed St. Louis Open. We had a really hot weekend. We're only streaming for two days, but we had a great Sunday. A lot of new faces winning some gold medals. We're going to talk all about the weekend. But before we get into it, if you guys wouldn't mind hitting that like button, sharing this show with your friends, subscribing if you're not already subscribed so you can catch each episode each week after each tournament. And with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. This is the new and improved forgiveness. All right, first up, let's talk women's singles. We got Salome Davice taking on Dominique Schaefer, somebody that we haven't quite seen in the gold medal match thus far this year. Salome Davice has won a few gold medals this year, so I think she was definitely the favorite coming into this. Dominique Schaefer has recently been climbing up a little bit in the singles game. She won a bronze in Newport, so she has medaled before. But if she wins this, it'll be her first gold in the APP. This first game was nuts. Schaefer comes out hot. I mean, as you can see right here, she gets up 7-0 lead. Davice calls a timeout. Schaefer was playing great up until this point, but I got to say, a lot of this seemed like it was Davice just hitting balls out. While watching this match, I was a little bit concerned because all of a sudden she calls this timeout and Davice just pulls out a new paddle. We've seen her do that before. It just seems sketchy. Like, what's up with that new paddle, huh? I guess they check all the paddles prior to starting the tournament, so it's, like, got a sticker on it. So probably not delaminated or anything like that. But still, it's like, you just never know. So, I mean, I was wondering, like, is this paddle going to make a difference? Didn't seem to. Dominique Schaefer killed it coming out of the timeout, too. So Schaefer, in her first game in this gold medal match, ends up taking it 11-0. She pickled Salome. Salami pickles. Oh, man, was this so satisfying to see Salome get pickled. I don't, like, hate her. I just, I don't know. I don't like her. I also love this point, too. It's 5-2 at this point in the second game. Watch this. Ball gets hit, and Salome hits her own head. She tries to brush it off. Yeah, like, oh, that didn't hurt. I'm just brushing my hair. Check it out. She's like, I'm going to crush this backhand. Oh, into my head. Yeah, I'm just, my hair's all messed up. What I'm doing, I'm not holding my head because it's bruised now. Oh, I've done that so many times at open play. Hit myself with a ball. It's so embarrassing. Pretty satisfying it happened to Salome. They don't really do a good job of getting the on-court sounds for APP, but do you think when she hit herself there, she made that sound she does when she hits the ball? So even in the second game right here, Schaefer has a huge lead. 
ends up beating Salome in this second game too. She takes this one 11 to 4. That means we're going into a tie break match to see who actually wins the gold medal. It makes me wonder, like, is there some sort of mental thing going on where you're like, well, I always got the tiebreaker. I don't necessarily need to win it here in this two out of three. So we go to the game to 15. This is what's going to decide it. And Dominique Schaefer did not let up at all. I mean, oh my goodness. Look at this. This girl can play. So Dominique Schaefer gets off to a hot start in this game as well. And she ends up with a 7-1 lead at one point. I mean, it is just hard to think that Salome would ever be able to come back from something like this. I mean, she is just getting dominated right now. Salome did end up crawling her way back, though. I mean, she scored five straight points, and then on this one right here, she was even able to pull it off to a 7-7 tie now. So finally, we got a game here. That is kind of the cool part about this tiebreak match. It's like, all right, you can come out first two games, play like crap. But then if you just have one good game on this tiebreak, it makes it interesting all over again. I love this part right here. Salome has a timeout. It's 11-7 Schaefer. She just hides herself. Yeah, I don't know. The weather apparently wasn't too hot that day, so I don't think she's just like, oh, I'm just getting some shade underneath this towel. She's just embarrassed. She's getting schooled by this wannabe Paris Todd. I mean, come on. It really looks like she is doing a Paris Todd impression. She's got the aloe sponsor. I feel like Paris Todd does her hair like that. Does Paris Todd wear those earrings too? Not that I pay attention to stuff like this, but it's just, I don't know. It just seems really familiar she reminds me of how like stackstra is so similar to ben johns is schaefer the stackstra of app okay i mean come on check this out i i mean not that she did this on purpose but look how many followers she has she's a big instagram influencer if you want to call it that look at that number twenty-one thousand one hundred, right 21.1 check out paris todd same exact number of followers Whoever likes Paris Todd just likes Dominique Schaefer the same amount, I guess. They are the same person. I mean, tell me this is not the same exact person. Look at this right here. And then look at this right here. It's the same person. Okay, regardless, she killed it at singles this weekend. Paris Todd didn't play this weekend in singles, so who knows if that would have changed things. What's crazy is Dominique Schaefer actually lost to Salome Davice in the semifinal round. So she had to come up through the opportunity bracket to then face her again here. Which is why when she won the two out of three, she had to play this tiebreaker. So Davice ends up getting it back to 14-11, but it was not enough. Dominique Schaefer ends up with her first gold medal in the APP in women's singles. Why do I feel like she's not that excited? Yeah, hi, yep, that's me. Okay, yeah, I did it. Shouldn't she be pumped right now? I don't know. She just seems like she's just maybe nervous, but she's, I, I would just expect her to be a little bit more excited. You just won the gold medal. You beat Salome DeVita, which is like a pretty decent singles player as far as APP goes. Also, what is flying behind her? Are those beetles or birds? What is that? Do you see that? What the hell is that? I'd be swatting the shit out of that. Maybe that's why she's pissed right now. She's like, get me out of St. Louis. Like she's like, all right, thank you. Can I leave now? Oh, oh yeah, the gold. I forgot about that. Yep, I guess I got to do that part. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, everybody. Yep. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yep. I won gold. I know. I'm good. Yep. Oh, that's right. Trophy. Okay. Yeah, I guess I can hold that. Weakest smile in the game. I'm sorry. What is that? I don't know. Best guess I got is it's those bugs flying around her. See them a little bit? You can kind of see them. That's got to be pissing her off. All right, next up, let's talk men's singles. We had Hunter Johnson taking on 
Jonathan Medina Alvarez. Not a name that we've seen too much, especially in Championship Sunday. I guess that is how you say his name is Jonathan. But I mean, look how that spells. What would you think that that's supposed to be? If I didn't hear people say it, I would think it's Yanatan, which sounds way more fun. And maybe that is how you say it, Yanatan. But people are like, dude, I'm just gonna call you John. How about Jonathan? How's that sound? Yanatan. I don't know. Look how angry he looks there in that picture, though. I wouldn't want to say his name wrong. I might get pissed off. All right. Well, this is gonna be how we watch some highlights because they didn't film this game on YouTube. They played it at the same time as the women's singles match because I guess the weather was rolling in and they were worried about fitting all the games in. So they said, sorry, Hunter and Medina Alvarez. You guys got to just get seen on Twitter highlights. So Hunter Johnson took the first game 11-5. Alvarez took the second 11-6. I'd show you more clips, but for some reason the APP continues to suck and their videos won't load. I've tried on mobile. I've tried all different internet browsers. Something is up with the way they upload these videos. I don't know if they just don't know what they're doing or if I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but only some of them are working. And here's one of them. As you can see, Alvarez in this bright-ass green shirt. Back and forth. Able to score a point off of Hunter right here. And there's supposed to be a video of Hunter winning the gold medal right here. But as you can see, yeah, it's not loading. So just believe me when I tell you. He won that third game 11 to three. See, I mean, just look at this smile. It's a little bit more genuine. He actually seems happy, he won it. I mean, he's won gold a bunch of times. He's still smiling out there, compared to that. That is not the same smile. All right, next up, we had the mixed doubles gold medal match. We had Hunter Johnson and Paris Todd, the partnership there, taking on Andre Daescu and Susanna Barr, the net lord. I don't know why people call her that. I think it just has to do with the way she hits the ball, she's always like hitting it off the net. It's like kind of a flatter shot, so it's hard to read. This matchup is always fun to watch. Hunter and Paris are obviously really good. Same with Diescu and Susanna Barr. Everybody on here, no stranger to gold medals. But man, this point was probably the funnest thing to see all weekend. Lob up and pow! Right in the nuts! <laughs> That oh, a good I mean, he walks it off like nothing really hurt him. He's like, oh, I caught it. It's fine. I, I got it in between my knees and not my nuts. And then he's like, no, okay, I'm in pain. There's like, baby, okay? Quit being a bitch. You have no freaking clue. Is that the move? Put your knees up? I didn't know that was a thing. Does that help when you get hit in the nuts? I always want to hit myself in the nuts to test that out. That would be me right there. On my knees. Just basically gagging. Breathing very heavily. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would much rather get hit in the head and get a concussion. Oh, than that. I guess he did get hit in the head. Just not exactly what you would think. Paris is trying to talk strategy right here. And he's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. I swear I'm listening. Meanwhile, he's just in so much pain. He can't even focus. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever you think, babe. This so oh. I love that they make it the moment of the match, too. They're like, there's the highlight. We're going to show you. This little chicken dance. Clearly, it did not affect them too much. They ended up going on a big run here. 10-3 on this final point. And Hunter and Paris are going to take game one away from Diesco and Susanna Barr. 
What a hurt nut. Look at that. And then look, paddle tap? No? You guys didn't get a paddle tap? Hunter's like, oh shit, I forgot. My bad. I'm just lost focus. Paris is like, yeah, I wasn't planning on doing that at all. I don't know if you know, but I played with Riley Newman before. Also, they did this like interview thing between Hunter and Yates to try to be like, hey, we're different, but we're the same, but we're actually different. And honestly, I still can't tell the difference. The one thing that really does help is the hats. They need to wear hats everywhere. Aloe, that's Hunter. He rolls with Paris Todd. That's easy. Pickleball exchange. Well, it's not aloe, so I know that's the eight. Again, though, I'm kind of hesitant to even think of it like that because what if they just, as a joke, one day switch hats? Then I'm screwed. Then I have no idea who's who. Wait a minute. Is Hunter wearing a pickleball exchange hat right now? Wait a minute. Are they both sponsored by pickleball exchange, or is? Or they, they did it. They literally did what I was worried about. They switched hats. Right? I don't even know anymore. They were like, Yates, you beat Ben Johns the other day. How about you hop in there for me? That's why Paris Todd wasn't worried about the nut shot. She's like, hey, if it was Hunter, maybe one day we'll want to have kids. I should be worried. But if it's Yates, who cares? He'll be fine. Also, we had a little sorry, not sorry moment. Check this out. Hunter Johnson gets back at Susanna Barr. She tries to lob him, and he says, hell no. If she had nuts, she would have got hit in them. Hunter Johnson with the overhead right and then he screams out sorry. I didn't hear Susanna Barr say sorry when she hit him. So Barr and Daescu come out in this game real hot, but it wasn't so easy for them. I mean, still, Paris Todd and Hunter Johnson are filthy. They're so good together. Look at that reach from Daescu, but it's not good enough. I honestly thought that Paris Todd and Hunter Johnson were going to whoop them in this game too. All right, now check this play out. This was probably the story of the weekend for me. What a weird call on this. So see, Paris Todd hits the ATP. That ball was out by his foot. And they called that in. For some reason, they replay this? Daesco's like, it was literally right here. I swear. Why would I make that up? I mean, man, the idea of the APP having all these line refs sounds awesome until you realize they all freaking suck. Look, even Hunter is telling him, like, dude, I don't know what's up. He called that one in, but he told him, like, that. I'm pretty sure that that was out. I mean, just look how wide this is. Watch this. Well, it like never ever touches the line. Maybe he missed the first bounce. Here, I'm gonna play this in my own slow motion from the YouTube player. I put this in even slower motion. Watch this. Hits it wide, wide, wide. Never hits the line at all. What the hell? I mean, I just don't even know what this ref was doing. Did he maybe on that one right there call it in? Is that even his call? You know, like on the one on Paris Todd's side? Like right here? That's a close one. Maybe that's what he meant. But I don't think so because they cleared it up with him. And he called that in. That's ridiculous. Look how wide that is. That is literally probably about six inches. That's like three ball lengths away. <laughs> Diaska was right on top of that too. He's like, dude, I saw it way better than you probably did. What's crazy is, I mean, I'm looking at the rules right here for the APP, and it literally says if a player overrides an in-call, the opponent wins the rally, which would make sense. They said, no, dude, that was out. So there you go. The play would be dead. It's yeah. out. So it is Lou so confusing Addison. to me that they would have a replay on Making this. Sure all the I don't know why that was what ended set. up happening. That's we not in the rulebook as far as point. I can tell. I mean, this is a close game, too. It's not a point you want to just give away. All right, so Luckily enough for Diascu and Barr, same thing happens. Ball don't lie. Speaking of bad ref calls, 
check this one out. We're going to go to the women's doubles winner's bracket final real quick just to show you this play. Look at that. She falls in the kitchen, and it's a footfall, right? Right, ref? Are you going to call it, ref? What the hell? The ref doesn't do anything. The most egregious football where she's like, yeah, just, yeah I, I did it. Referee's, oh, shit, did you? Oh, whoops, wasn't paying attention. Sorry, I was too busy watching your feet. I mean, usually the ref's argument is like, oh, sorry, I didn't see the line call because I was too busy watching the kitchen. But on this one, what happened? He was too busy watching for line calls <laughs> while they're all up at the kitchen? I mean, how do you miss that? Ref is like, ooh, this is such a good match right now. Wait, why'd she stop? Oh, shoot, I didn't do my job. Okay, what is more embarrassing? Hitting yourself in the head with a ball like Salome Davidse. Getting hit in the nuts like Hunter Johnson. Or being this referee who just misses the most important essential element of doing your job. That's why you are standing right there is to watch for that. It's not just like, oh, you kind of missed a really subtle one. It's like it was so bad everybody just stopped playing and assumed and are waiting for you to call it. And you're just sitting there staring off into the distance. What happened? I mean, that's the type of stuff that would fire me up and really motivate me to just ball out. So I wonder if that's what happened to Diescu and Bar here because they went on a tear. Check this out. It's 10-5 here, and they end up getting it. Game two goes to Bar and Diescu. We're going to three games. Coming into this third game, Bar and Diescu really just rolled with the momentum. I mean, they are just up big right here, 9-3. to By the way, why is Paris and Hunter wearing the same color as the court? Did they plan that? Does Aloe kind of hit them up and go, hey, we found out that there's light blue courts. Do you guys want to blend in? And so Paris, Todd, and Hunter Johnson, they fought off a few championship points, uh, but they could not hold them for too long. Bar and Diescu, they end up winning their gold medal. For the mixed doubles here at the APP St. Louis Open. By the way, both of their paddles would be totally illegal in MLP. She's got a white, he's got a yellow. I'm not saying that made a difference, but it's not that it didn't help them. Okay, you know what? I take back what I said about Dominique Schaefer. Look at Diasco. He's not really smiling there. He's just being awkward. Susanna Barr, such a cute little smile, right? She's happy. Diasco, Dominique Schaefer mode. Just get me out of here. I hate St. Louis. He looks frozen. Why is, why is he just standing so perfectly still? Like, dude, you can breathe. All right, next up, let's talk men's doubles. We had Rob Nunnery and Andre Deescu taking on Andre Mick and CJ Klinger. Man, was this fun, especially because CJ and Andre, they were the ones that beat Deescu and Rob Nunnery early on on Saturday. So Nunnery and Deescu, they had to crawl their way back through the backdraw, and they finally meet them again. Looking for revenge, but C.J. Klinger and Andre Mick, they are playing so well. Fantastic chemistry together. And C.J. Klinger just got one hell of an overhead. He is a tall young man. This team was surprisingly fun to watch. Andre Mick seems like a cool dude. He's always just cheering on his boy. Just saying, hey, the boy. So this one was tied at 5-5 at one point, but then Rob and Andre, Diescu that is, they end up going on a little run. And they pull this one away. They and win the first game 11-5. to five. Honestly, that's kind of what we thought what would happen. Nunnery and Diescu, real good together. I mean, these guys are obviously the favorites. Apparently, Rob did hurt his shoulder. 
on Saturday early on. So probably part of what happened there with them kind of losing that match against them. So here we go. CJ Klinger and Andre Mick, game two. They come out firing. And they're fun and hype. And, dude, it's just really impressive. I mean, look at this guy, CJ Klinger. How old is he? Okay, all I'm saying is if you were to cast somebody in a movie and their role was virgin number one, this is the guy you'd cast. I mean, he just doesn't look like an athlete. Let's just put it that way. But I'm telling you right now, he is, like, one of my new favorite players. I mean, not only is he so good, he's a lefty, too. There's just something so funny, too, about the fact that he's just rocking this big-ass baggy Under Armour shirt and an Ohio State Buckeyes hat. Did they sponsor him or does he just love that college? Is he even in college yet? Okay, I just checked. This kid is 17 years old. And man, I just feel like he's killing it against two of the best players that we've seen in the APP. And he doesn't look nervous at all. You'd expect a 17-year-old kid like that to maybe just be a little bit nervous. But man, he looks like he's ready for this. So basically what we have here is a tall, powerful, 17-year-old lefty. So this dude is going to get better as time goes on. I mean, man, that's just hard to believe. If I had to invest stock in any of these players, he is the guy I'm putting my money on for sure. I mean, look at him right here. Oh, just relentless, man. So on this one, Klinger and Mick end up taking a 6-3 to three lead in this game. Oh, what a great point. Check all this out right here. Wasn't able to get Good back defense, to the next but not one. enough, Klinger. And Nick killing it right now. Sure okay, see, like, this is the guy you'd well, think would be if, a professional athlete. Help, it, like, if you told somebody who doesn't watch pickleball that this dude is a pro pickleball player, they're probably going to take it really seriously. But then when they find out that this dude is a pro pickleball player, they're like, what? That kid? I could probably do this. No, you can't. This kid is actually really, really good. So Rob and Andre Dayescu, they end up actually crawling their way back a little bit. They tied this one up at six in game two. And then that's when this game started getting real intense. I mean, we just have like a whole bunch of screaming back and forth. This game keeps getting more and more intense as we go along. It's 7-7 now. Check this point out. ATP defended. Oh, what beautiful defense by Rob and Andre Diescu. That's why they're the favorites in this match right here. So Diescu and Nunnery have a chance to win this match right here. But man, Mick and Klinger are not giving up. Look at that firefight. And then listen to this cringy moment. Baby. Got to bust out the hoses to end that one. Uh, no. She'd been holding on to that one all weekend. Yeah, how long were you waiting to spit that one out? Oh, I'm sorry. That was just cringy. Bring out the fire hoses. Oh, is this Maui? Because we're sure in a bit of a firefight here. So Mick and Klinger end up getting it back to 10-8, but not enough. Rob and Diescu, they're able to win this one. They win two out of three, which means we're going to a tiebreaker game. So here we go, tiebreaker game to 15. Klinger comes out, new Under Armour shirt, and new Buckeyes hat too. How many Buckeyes hats does he have? This one was a real fun one. We had so many good firefights. I mean, man, I could watch this all day long. Let's go. Klinger seems like he's always the one finishing them too. Klinger and Mick end up getting a 6-3 lead. Watch this amazing point right here. Mick goes lefty. <laughs> and gets Diesco in the face. It's like he had no idea that was coming. 
He goes, I'm ambidextrous. Check that out. Also, I love in this timeout, I guess it's like Klinger's dad gives him a little snack and he like doesn't want to eat it. He's like, what is this, dad? Ugh, I can't even chew it. He's just like, I'm trying. Okay, I take a little bite here. You take it. So Rob and Andre end up pulling this one in a little bit. They get it to 9-8, so one point deficit for them. We got a bit of a match here. 11-8 now. Check this firefight out. Get your hoses out. Watch this. Oh, my goodness. Just so pumped. See, like, that's fun to watch is when dudes are just, like, chest bumping, getting pumped for winning. That's what you want to see from the underdogs in the match. So, Daesuke Nunnery, they're down by two points. Championship point for Klinger and Mick. And, oh, no, Daesuke sails it long to lose. And Mick and Klinger, they get themselves a gold. They win the tiebreaker to get it. Look at that. So jazzed for him. Proud of you, son. Proud of you, son's friend. I mean, he just looks like the type of dude where his grandparents definitely just every time they see him, they go, you're getting so big. Every time we see you, you're just getting so much bigger. I don't know why, but I love their interview too. Also love the fact that he is rocking a Canes hat. Where did that come from? Why was he not wearing that the whole time? That is awesome. I love that place. Oh, it's so good. I want it right now. Yeah, and I didn't really, I didn't really know him. He wasn't that good, but, but he's gotten a lot better, and he's really insane now. He's such a good player now. You were just waiting for him to get better before you partnered up with him, right? Yeah, he's such a good player now. He doesn't even know why that's so funny. He's like, "What? Why is everybody laughing? What did I say? He wasn't that good." They're like, "Ha ha ha ha!" He's like, "No, seriously, he was not good at all." <laughs> I mean, this is the dude that's gonna sit there at prom and just stare at everybody dancing. But man, when it comes to pickleball, he is like super fluid, super graceful, crushing it. Obviously, he got a gold medal, so he's doing something right. We got to work on his interview skills, though. Check this one out. Uh, it means a lot. I, I've been working hard in my game throughout uh, the last year or two in the pros. It is <laughs> Just like, how do I end this sentence in the pros right now? Getting better. Okay. Get away from me. I wish that they would interview these two after every match, even if they were playing or not. Australian accents are so fun to listen to. Yeah, we're playing harder, getting better, doing great. My buddy Klinger. 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 It sounds like a, something you'd call a spider in Australia. Ah, the little Klinger in the corner of the room with his eight little legs. Klinger. Clinging to his web. See, now that's the smile you have when you win a gold. All right, next up, we got the women's doubles match. We got Bobby Oshiro and Milan Rain taking on Susanna Barr and Megan Fudge. Megan Fudge DeHart. Are we just going to call her Megan DeHart soon? She got married to Riley Ryler DeHart. Is it Ryler? It's not Riley. It's Ryler. Ryler DeHart. But I guess she's still rolling with Fudge for now. So we got Fudge Barr taking on Oshira and Rain. You know, I was excited to see Oshiro and Rain get into a gold medal match. I've been hearing a lot of good things about them. But man, they just did not show up to this match. It felt like they were not playing their best pickleball, which you're going to need to if you're playing fudge bar. It seemed like the story of this match was just that Milan and Bobby Oshiro, they came out strong, but then they kind of let it fall apart. And one of the things that fudge bar did really well is they were pushing Milan out wide and then just finding a huge gap in the middle. I mean, it was 4-1 at one point. 
And then they end up losing this game 11-4. Never scored another point. They really just fell apart there. But honestly, I think it's more that Fudge Bar, they ended up figuring out what strategy is going to work for them. That's what a good player does. They adapt during a game. Same thing in game two. They were up 3-1, so a little bit different. Uh, but then they end up losing this game 11-4, just like the first one. We all knew that Megan Fudge and Susanna Barr were going to win this one. I mean, they're just real good. They've been getting real close to winning gold so many different times. Let's be honest, part of this is Paris and Simone didn't play together this weekend. So maybe that's what it was. But either way, when they don't show up, you got to show up. And they did. And they took advantage of this moment and they were able to get their first gold medal together on the year. All right, well, that's going to do it for our recap of the SunMed APP St. Louis Open. But before we head out of here, we're going to play another round of Partner Body Bag, Winner Off the Net. Partner Body Bag, Winner Off the Net. Partner Body Bag, Winner Off the Net. Play a dancing, Winner Off the Net. Tyson McGuffin, Winner Off the Net. Haley Waters, Body Bag, Body Bag. James Lee, Gotta Wish, Body Bag, Body Bag. Sorry, not sorry, Winner Off the Net. Sorry, not sorry. All right, partner, body bag, winner off the net, the game where I'm given three different pickleball players, and I'm going to choose who I would partner with, who I would body bag, and who I would hit a winner off the net. Doop, sorry, not sorry style. Okay, so the three names have been texted to me. I got them right here, and I'm going to read them off, and then I'm going to decide, and feel free to decide with me who you would pick as I do it as well. So the three names I have here are number one, Dominique Schaefer, number two, CJ Klinger, and number three, Andre Mick. All right, all new faces for the game today. Fun stuff. Cool. All right, so who am I going to partner with? Who am I going to body bag? Who am I going to hit a winner off the net? Hmm, well, I'm definitely not going to partner with Dominique Schaefer because she's only really good at singles. And I mean, I don't know. It just seems kind of like a no-brainer that I would partner with CJ Klinger. He seems awesome. He's a lefty. He'll be honest and tell me that I'm not that good. And then he'll tell people when I do get good by playing with him. So who do I want to body bag and who do I want to hit a winner off the net? I don't know. I feel kind of bad about body bagging Dominique Schaefer. I don't have any reason to not like her or want to body bag her. I guess the same with Andre Mick. Although he looks like he could probably take it a little bit better. I think, you know what? I would want to hit a winner off the net against Dominique Schaefer just to see if she gets even more, like, upset looking. She just doesn't look happy ever. So I want to see. if Does that make it worse? If so, then maybe she's been happy the whole time. And our standard for what somebody looks like when they're happy is just a little bit off. But if she just kind of has the same face that she did when she won that gold medal match, then, I mean, maybe she's just never really happy. So that's, like, kind of the ultimate test. And then I guess I'm going to body bag Andre Mick. Hunter Johnson style, right in the Hunter Johnson. Sorry, mate. If he catches it in between his legs like Hunter did, I'll just give him the point. That's cool. I'm down for that. All right, so there you go. I'm going to partner with CJ Klinger. I'm going to body bag Andre Mick, and I'm going to hit a winner off the net against Dominique Schaefer. Sorry, not sorry. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Sorry, Not Sorry. If you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to the show. We're going to do one of these after every single tournament, so you don't want to miss out on that. Go ahead and hit that like button if you can. It always really helps. Share this with your friends, too. Get them into Pro Pickleballs. This is probably a good start. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you back next week for TOC PPA. It's going to be a fun one. We'll see you there. Take care. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry.
ね。